0: Hey there, Tobias here, and welcome to this series of interviews that I'm going to be doing more and more. It's really about meeting up with creative entrepreneurs. Creative entrepreneurs for me are people who want to do something, you know, something original that really makes a difference that matters in this world. And, uh, you know, basically all entrepreneurs by definition should be creative. You're really a dreamer. You know, uh, you have a vision. you're You're someone who wants to create something but i think there's a difference between people who are like replicating what other people do or just like want to do it for the money and people who 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 are creative who really tap into their you know internal resources not only external resources and exploit those but really you know use their imagination to create something and you know ultimately these people want to be change makers in this world and so i wanted to reach out to some people and like just bring them on and just talk about what they're creating Uh, i want to talk about you know what they're struggling with how they're thinking all with the intention of inspiring you of helping you you know perhaps just take some nuggets and apply them to your own life to your own business and become a better entrepreneur and to of course have a better life uh, as as a consequence so this is really for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs We are here to help entrepreneurs on their journey. And, you know, our mission at the Future Academy is to unleash the world's creative potential. We believe that there's, you know, basically endless potential inside of us, especially creative potential, but also the potential to do something bigger, something greater, something that really matters, that make us happy, that make the, you know, that moves the world forward. And, you know, we really want, to spread this idea and inspire people, to empower them, to tap into that immense resource inside them and bring that out and create something that benefits the world. That's what gets us you know, really excited. So with that said, let's kick off this program, let's kick off this series and let's bring on uh, our guest for today. Hello there and welcome to the podcast, to the, to the recording. Today I'm here uh, talking to James Coulson uh, who is from the Gold Coast in Australia. And we're just going to talk about what he's creating. I'm going to ask him a bunch of questions that might be very interesting to you, you know, uh, as a creative entrepreneur. We're going to get to hear his story, what he's building, the change he wants to make, what he's struggling with, and so forth. So welcome. Welcome to the show, James. Good to have you.
1: Hey, Tobias. Thanks for having me and um, giving me the opportunity to share some of my story and hopefully help some people out there who are maybe struggling in the same circumstance or building a um, design agency or branding agency i've got uh, 20 years of experience that I might you might get a little nugget here today that i can you know you can take with you and implement yeah
0: business. absolutely yeah really exciting so hey the first thing i want to i want to ask you really like what got you to to be where you are today like what's the story how did you get your how, job
1: how did i get how to get my job <laughs> um so well it's a long story but i am um, i we I've always been a drawer, love art, love being creative. It's been a massive part of my life, always has been. And I knew very early on that this is the career that I wanted to take, um, being a designer, whether it's graphic design. I studied architecture for a little while and I love, it. to be honest, I love all design, interior design, architecture, design, but graphic design is where I landed. And I've got a twin brother and we we both did the graphic design course together and we were naturally talented um, and just it was a very easy easy for us to kind of nurture and grow that ability because it came very naturally to us. So we organically fell into graphic design and I love technology and I love drawing. So graphic design was just a perfect fit at the time. Um, And I'm talking like nearly 20 years ago now. Uh, And then I was working for a printing company for a long time. And I was like, I was under the pump like it wasn't I I was no longer enjoying my work anymore I was like you need you've got a job bag you need to basically do this in this in this you've got one hour to do this job you've got two hours to do this job one hour to do and my pile of work just pile up in a tray and there was so much pressure I had sales reps everyone kind of barking at me going I need my job done first I need my job and eventually I'm just like I am so sick of this and it's just I'm not enjoying my work anymore um it did make me very, very efficient at um, the design programs. It made me very quick. So yeah. if there's anything I can say and take away from that, it made me very quick and efficient at what, what I do. But I feel like I would rush my work and I lost being creative and the ability, the space and time to explore ideas. And that is right. what I crave. From, um, so I – and I also saw how much they were charging me out at and how much they were paying me. And I'm like, this doesn't this doesn't work for me. <laughs> so my <laughs> entrepreneur <laughs> – My entrepreneur spirit kicked in. Um, My mum's owned her own hair salon. I've got a few entrepreneurs in the business that have, uh, sorry, in my family that have, um, over the years, they've just become their business owners. So it must be built in with me. I'm just like, this doesn't sit right. I can do this. And um, I've always got a very positive outlook on and a can do attitude about things. I've got a lot of, I'm a very hard worker. I always put in 110% of whatever I do. I've got a lot of integrity. I do what I say I do. I'm disciplined. I, I love work. I love my job. So if, I figured if I can put this working for someone else, why can't I do this for myself? And yeah. um, with my brother and I ended up starting a business together. I supported him for a while. Um, he went because we, we bought our own first property together. So it was a little bit of risk there. But um, I supported him for, it would have been Six months, I supported him on my wage. It's like a married couple, I guess, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. it was just two brothers, just working as a team, trying to work through this. Um, they were easily that six months was easily the hardest six months of my life. It was um, very, very difficult getting a business off the ground. Very, very difficult knowing the ins and outs of dealing with clients and getting paid and um, yeah. invoicing and tax and all of that other stuff. You're just wearing yeah. every single. Just wearing every hat you can, a, a business takes to run, yeah. and um, after the six months, we we had this like I need we need thirty thousand dollars in the bank, and when we when we've saved that amount, um, I'm going to leave my job, and that's what happened. We set that goal, we did that, and I think thirty grand was enough to, for us to pay the mortgage for a year. So I'm like, if we don't work, or get any jobs, we will be fine. We can get this done. Yeah. So I gave myself yeah very low costs, and um, and then we both we work, we started from my bedroom. Um, and we grew into a Classic. garage, we, were, we bought another <laughs> house. Um, we're, we're working at a garage, then we put on, it was about, we went through the global financial crisis, which is pretty tough on everyone, but we pulled through that okay. It was Phil and I, just the two of us for, I think about eight or nine years, just the two of us. Wow. And we so got what to, year did you start? Yeah. Uh,
0: you said the financial crisis, um, maybe that's 2008, maybe? But
1: Yeah, I think we started in 2003, I believe we started. Okay, so, yeah, yeah we didn't know how how to run a business. We just loved actually, well, we're working for ourselves and we're not working for the man. This is great. And we were just enjoying our work, but it got to a point where our workload grew exponentially. Yeah. And we were working like, Twelve-hour, thirteen, 15, 16 sixteen-hour days, and I'm like, I'm not enjoying it again. I'm not enjoying this yeah. anymore. This yeah, is,
0: exactly. This is not, I was gonna, I was gonna jump in and say, when you had that job before, that you know, this, you had that beautiful, naive entrepreneurial illusion that, yeah. you know, once I'm an entrepreneur, it's gonna be different. But in fact, you just right. like own a job usually when you do yeah. that. A, uh, but of course, it doesn't goes. have to be that way. Yeah. No, no, and the you know, in
1: everyone's mind is, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur on a one moment business. Oh my god it is such a it's not for everyone and it is so much harder than you think it's going to be and like you know i think most businesses fail in the first five years i think the failure rate is like 90 something percent yeah like
0: percent within the first five years i think is one statistics from the us or yeah
1: yeah it's crazy and um 10 years is even smaller so for us now we're we're, you know we're 18 years in now um and we've gone through a lot we put on our first team member which was amazing. I don't like using the word staff because it's, I do Kung yeah. Fu and I'm like, that's. I hit people with that. Um, so, and I wouldn't like to be called staff. So I call my team talent or team. I prefer that, oh, okay. but we put her yeah. on And then year after year, we just kept adding team members. We just kept growing and we're all in my garage, <laughs> right? Because we couldn't <laughs> afford, uh, like I started, honestly started with nothing. So I, I, we literally saved for everything we've done. I've never got a business loan or anything like that. I've been very low risk and very slowly. That's probably why I'm not, I'm not any bigger than we are at 18 years. We've only got a team of eight now. Um, yeah. we, we started with graphic design, then we moved into web design because that was a, a really great, um, uh, I guess, um, yeah, it really helped with the branding. As we we're rolling out the branding, it was like, it just went so so well together. I'm like, okay, well, let's hire a web developer. So we started doing web develop, developing about well, 10, 12 years ago as well. And now we mainly do brand development and websites they're our main bread and butter um, and a lot of general graphic design so a lot of our works graphic uh, like ongoing graphic design work from a lot of businesses we'd have like probably about 400 clients on our books just ongoing graphic design work which is great but um, we're sort of evolving now into more more of that brand strategy bigger clients and um, kind of kind of moving up that ladder a little bit and moving up the tier you know right I, as much as I love helping people and um, helping those smaller businesses, we've cu- we got to a point now where we're actually got. A, I've got a team to feed. I've got wages to pay. We actually yeah. need to attract um, clients with a bit more money and um, obviously bigger work that we get more enjoyment out of doing as well.
0: Yeah. What's the ambition with the business though? Like, what do you what are you creating? What is it that you want to create?
1: Um, the goal now. Well, after you know, we we've got this name C squared Design, which is Coulson squared. Twins, yeah. you know, got that going. That's clever, and that's we- <laughs> it's clever. <laughs> uh, it needs explaining. It's not clear. People can't say it. Uh, it, it doesn't be, really. It's,
0: yeah, it's a good. Story.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's unique, but it's just not. It's it's not where we want to be now. And so we've we've currently it took us four months, but we finally came up with a name, um, which is Embark. Embark Agency is going to be our new name, and we're heading down that path. And the whole and with that. And the whole strategy that we've been, um, you know, I've been working with you, Tobias, and I've been working on the strategy for my business and starting to do a lot of this strategy work, which I've been doing for probably about five years now, but really getting to the nitty gritty of um, of the business and working out what your strategy is. I've been really focused on that on the last six months and the name just didn't align with me and it wasn't, I see when when I talk to clients about rebranding, I'm, I'm mainly talking about repositioning. I feel like rebranding right. is repositioning. You're, yeah. you're trying to target a different audience. You're trying to reestablish yourself and reposition yourself in the market. So reposition for me is a better word than rebrand um, yeah. because I feel like there's there's more strategy. It's not just, we're gonna yeah. redesign your logo. It's like, we're actually gonna um, yeah. put some intent here and change who you're trying to target and attract not only more clients, but the right ones. So you can help pre-qualify that process of attracting those yeah. clients.
0: I absolutely love that, and you know, on one of the coaching calls yesterday, in the same program that you you just completed, uh, we just had this conversation about positioning and someone who's building their offering, and thinking about you know how much can I charge for this, and we had that exact same conversation because like it's really a positioning. It's like both you're in the business of positioning others, but you're when you're positioning your offering as like what it's really doing for people. Like that, the worth of it is immense. It's It can be priceless, right? But when people say we're gonna do a rebranding and suddenly like they feel like that the price is like, well, we're gonna get some new visuals and you know, stuff look nicer. When in fact, it's about like, we can turn around this whole business. Like we're gonna, you know, uh, escape commoditization, have more loyalty, have better profitability, like all those wonderful things. It really boils down to positioning. So I love how you articulated that.
1: Yeah, and it, it is. it's um... And that's where we're kind of, that's why we wanted to change our name. We wanted to, we actually want to attract a different audience now. And you asked the question, what What are you trying to build here? And I want to build, I want to build a branding agency that can help other businesses, not only not only help them reposition themselves and rebrand, but also help them with a, transforming their business into a more conscious business so that they have, you know, whether it's Um, with their team members with the community with the environmental impact being more sustainable you know a business for good and I feel like if I can help if I can work with businesses that want to be purpose-driven it's not all about the profit we want to actually make a difference in this world and create something special and impactful Um, that's where I would love to help um, businesses achieve that because that's just so close to my heart and that's what we want to do and I want to I want to be able to Basically, what I'm doing for myself right now—rebranding, repositioning as a conscious business—and and wanting to help others, I want to be able to go through that process with other like-minded um, customers and businesses. Yeah,
0: I love that. So that is really kind of the change that you're seeking to make. Is that related to that?
1: Yeah, like helping it's, businesses it's, become. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, I feel like if you can,
1: you know, like a big part of what we do as well is. Um, we help the community, and we've always helped the community throughout our entire business career. I've always given back, and I think that's really important for businesses. It's not all about take, and the community that that makes you thrive and supports you. I think it's really important that you give back to that same community. So yeah. we uh, very early on um, we have been working with charities, but we were, we just probably two years ago um, aligned ourselves with this business on the Gold Coast called Men of Business, and it's helping those underprivileged or those um, it's only for men. So it's the troubled men, you know, in high school where they just don't fit in and they're troublemakers and they just they can't find their place. Um, we've created, helped create a school to help create better men and better men in the community. Wow. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful initiative. It's really close to our hearts. And we get to go in and mentor them as well. Um, and it's just other business. It's men of business. So it's men of business of the community helping, um, helping give back to the community. And, you know, giving money is one thing, but I think when you give time, I think it's yeah. it's the value of giving time and actually, you know, mentoring the kids is, uh, it feels better than just, you know, helping the money. But we we donate everything from the logo to the website. To, we, we run all of their marketing and um, branding assets. So it's a... Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's nice. Really, I really like, like that. I, I like that. And I'm sure that reflects back on your culture as well. And just like the feeling of knowing that you're actually walking the talk as well, like doing doing really good and, and try to do something that has a positive effect in this world. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So, web design. So, going from graphic design, more web design and branding and now venturing into more of the strategic big, big picture as well, right? What's uh, What's the, yeah. What's the finished buy- company? What does it look <laughs> like? <laughs> the
1: finished company looks like? Um, more like I want to have a bigger impact, and if I'm and by having a bigger impact, I feel and that's why I've worked with you twice is because I want to really get strategic about everything that we do and provide as much value to my customers as possible. So, I you can't do that through just designing a logo or yeah. designing the marketing cloud, or you it needs to be at the core of the brand and the business and the customer strategy. and you like I feel like now that I now that I have a greater understanding of this I can just help my clients so much more and create so much more value that can really help transform them, uh, their businesses so yeah um, that's yeah just bigger impact I just want to make a big yeah. impact
0: That's great Um okay I want to go back a little bit to like Thinking about the fact that as entrepreneurs, and I know this myself, of course, like we go through a lot of struggle, right? Like it's not always that rosy and shiny. And you said that yourself as well. So what are some mistakes that you have made or something where you've learned like an important lesson that the viewers, the listeners can learn from, from your entrepreneurial journey? Is something? Is there something oh, that comes to mind? I've got a few things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what well, are those lessons? Hundred okay let's just go with like the the juiciest ones
1: one get a deposit for oh actually one never do anything for free
0: that's my number one Love that
1: never never do anything for free if if um you do things for free then no one values what you do and no one values your time or the effort you're putting in um so never i would say try not to discount your work either because discounting your work is also saying that you're discounting um, I, if you can try and throw some other things in, like I will provide this as well, never discount, but say, look, we'll provide extra value. Um, yeah. that's a better mindset for your customers. You want to be the prize, like always prize yourself. Um, never, yeah, that's why you don't discount and you never do things for free prize yourself. Um, always get a deposit for your work. I don't care how much work you've got to do. Always get 50% upfront. Um, so, you know, they're serious. Uh, with with the creative field it's very easy to get taken advantage of people yeah, just want to pick yeah. your and get ideas off you and all of a sudden they've got the idea and off they go and get it done somewhere else so um always always get a deposit up front yeah um, another really great tip is um what was i going to say ah uh, yes if you can afford a business mentor early on I would get a business mentor if it's that's one of my biggest regrets in my business career is not getting a business mentor earlier yeah. i feel like i could have definitely they just they just know like we, we're creatives we don't know what, how to run a business and you know yeah. I've learned as I've gone and learned very slowly and learned the very painful way by making mistakes along the way um, but a business mentor they usually have made those mistakes and they have some great insights and they know what works and they know and they can give you the shortcuts to things um, which would usually yeah. take you a lot longer yeah. So, um, I've we, I put a started with a business mentor three years ago, and literally in the first year we tripled we doubled our profit in the first year. Yeah. So, uh, finding a good business mentor was um, just amazing.
0: Um, yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. I mean, I that's the same regret that I had. Like, I think when we're when we're young, or yeah, I'm 45 now. When I started, it was like 32. And you're like, I'll figure it out. And just like work harder with all this crazy energy. You're just like, I'm gonna figure it out, read a lot of books and stuff. And then you have a lot of confusing, even opposing ideas. And you're like, you know, should I do this or this? And it's not just about, I think, lack of skill. It's also just like, like, I don't know, I remember who said this, but you can't see your own goal swing, you know, or you can't see your own, like, you're just like too close to it. You can't see yourself. And even if it's someone who is not even that much ahead of you, just like getting perspective from someone else is just like, priceless i think on the entrepreneurial journey so i'm glad you brought that up what else Um, big failure epic failures uh, another one would be
1: don't spend all your money (laughs) you you might land a big project but don't spend all your money i i'm a big believer in having a war chest so you put money away each week into a war chest and once it gets to a certain amount you've got a little bit of money there in case you have a slow period um it just helps if there's any ever any you know, slow sales or a slow month or a pandemic hits or something, yeah. um, you, can, you can manage to get through. But, um, yeah, look, I, if you're in the creative field, I, I can still say that I love what I do. I still love it. Um, yeah. So it's it's a very rewarding and purpose-driven career choice. Um, yeah. And I, I, after 18 years, I still love it. So if you're yeah. on that path, you're very lucky because a lot of people hate their jobs and yeah. you're lucky yeah. enough to actually be in a career that is very enjoyable.
0: Yeah, that's great, that's great to hear. What is it, I mean, is that, you know, if I just ask it this way, like, what is it that drives you more than anything, would you say, when it comes to entrepreneurship and your business? Oh,
1: entre- well, definitely in the past, I think as I'm getting older now, it's why I'm 40, um, I've got this thirst to just keep learning and growing and sharing. Yeah. I, just, I love helping people and I love, self-awareness and working out how i tick and how i can be better and how i can um just show up in relationships whether it's with customers or my partner or whatever just having that self-awareness to really grow and show up as a as a great human being and um i just want to help as many people as i can and make a bigger impact as i can and leave this world better than i found it if that's possible that's my purpose and um yeah love that just Yeah. So if you would ask me what my purpose is, it's um, and I've done a Simon Sinek um, purpose workshop. It is to learn and grow so I can help others learn and grow. That's that's what I that's what drives me.
0: Yeah, I love that. Love that. So um, I'm curious to know, like, what are your because you're a super driven guy. And I've seen that also in the program. You're obviously like, you're like, smart guy, you're implementing, like you're into fitness. And you know, like you're you're doing that what's what's kind of your routine if there's something that you do habitually to improve yourself your skill your business like is there what's what's the magic formula for james
1: for well, me um okay I there's a there's a book called the miracle morning which is an amazing book and i've taken Elrod, a lot or? yeah that's him yeah yeah um i do I do a little bit of that so I'm a big believer in being active every single day so I will do at least 30 minutes of exercise mm-hmm. I like strength training I love ah. Oh, here's a really big really really big um tip for all you creatives out there um sometimes you can burn out from being creative and you start not loving you can stop stop loving what you do and you can you can start um mm-hmm. wanting to not do it anymore and I've known a few people in the industry where they they love they love being creative, they love graphic design, they love all of that, and that's their passion. They love it, but they burn out, and then they never want to do it again. So, what I'm one thing I found um, very early on is to find a passion outside of your work that you can stop thinking about work and to sink your teeth into something else that you can love. And and um, for me, it's a physical activity because I'm on like on the computer all day. It's a very mental um lots of relationships, lots of phone calls and things. So for me, finding something physical that I really, really enjoy has um really helped me uh step away from the business. And when I'm when I'm present in my activity, which is kung fu, I love kung fu. But it could be weight training, it could be dancing, could be whatever you like, but I find physical activity something very different to designing, very different to being creative. Um, Finding something physical and yeah I I found that passion outside of work and that has really kept my my fire alive for work. So having those two passions means when I'm at each of those, I um, I forget about the other and I, yeah. I've still got a passion that keeps me going. So, um, yeah, so for me, I'm, I meditate. I meditate um, most days, I would say. Um, I've done all sorts of meditation um, courses. I've even gone to bloody Peru and done ayahuasca in the jungle and I've had a oh, lot wow. of spiritual adventures and I'm very – Tuned into um, my spirituality and who I am, and um, which is very, very, which I guess drives my love and compassion of um, helping people. Yeah. But uh, I've found what uh, Vedic meditation is what I do. It's a twenty-minute uh, mantra, and you can. There's teachers all over the world. Um, I, I got one from a guy called Gary Goro in Byron Bay. He does um, Vedic meditation. So I learned how to do that. So I do 20-minute meditation. I stretch mm-hmm. and do yoga at, at, every day. Um, I do HIIT training, which is high-intensity training yeah. three times a week. And on the days I don't do hit training, I do Kung Fu. So I do Kung Fu in the night times. So my plate's pretty busy. I ride to work when I, um, when it's not raining. And uh, what else do I do? Oh, well, that's a lot. I love it. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, I, I definitely listen to podcasts a lot. Yeah. Um, I love listening to podcasts, learning. I do courses all the time. I'm always upskilling and yeah. that keeps that also keeps me um, kind of excited about work because I'm, it's always changing and evolving. And, um, I thought that I would not because I don't design anymore. I, I very rarely do any designing, but I'm creating the business, so it's still creative, but I'm not actually on the tools anymore and I thought that would be really, really hard to give up and I'd really miss it. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a different kind of creativity and I still love doing it and I still get to make big decisions and see things get created but I'm just not hands-on doing all that work now it's kind of my team I make the big decisions so Um,
0: yeah those are those are two yeah sorry go ahead go ahead don't want to interrupt just got excited about Um, what you said yeah
1: the only only other thing I do is um I do a bit of uh affirmations I um I've got a business mentor which I spent a lot of time doing um, he pushes me to do a lot of out of my comfort zone stuff like public speaking and coaching and facilitating. I'm learning a lot of that kind of stuff just to um, grow. I, I strongly believe that you can't have a you can't have a strong business without having a strong leader. So I really work on my leadership skills in business, um, you know just and in life, just coach, whether that's coaching or whatever you want to call it. um I'm working on just being a better leader as well so I can show up for my team. Um, in a really good way and you know I, I just think that's just as important you can't have a good business without a good a good leader and yeah, they're both yeah. so connected and aligned yeah. so yeah a lot of personal uh, development.
0: yeah I love that so much so much gold there uh, let me just see if I can like reinforce a couple of ideas for everyone who's listening so first of all this idea of continual growth like whether it's like physical like in all directions really physical, mental feeding yourself with stuff that inspires you that keep growing giving you ideas I think that's that's really like the essence of life if you ask me, you know, and, and clearly for you as well. If there was one thing that I could like say that like, what's the secret you know, behind what I get to do as well, and my confidence and the fact that I, you know, everything I do is really that dedication that I've had for as long as I can remember, but even in a professional context for over 20 years, I was always like that, everyday learning and reading and like, and I think if people just do that, uh, you, I don't think you can fail because you're going to grow from the inside and that's the most important thing when you have confidence and clarity and you come up with even original thoughts which starts to happen once you've listened to other people's thoughts for, for quite some time, you grow into a different person. It changes your identity and I think so. Mm-hmm. I think that's really great that you brought that up but that's a really, really valuable thing to do and having your own you know, some a hobby or something you do it's just great. So it's a great recipe. Really, really excited to hear that. Yeah. Um, and we just look, still, yeah, good.
1: Yeah, like mind, just mindset is so important to keep yeah. keep positive. And um, like you know, you have your ups and downs, but you know, try not to dwell on those downs. They, might you know, there's a lesson in everything that goes wrong. I always look at. I always try and reframe and go, okay, something bad's just happened. What is the what is the good thing that's come of this? And always try and so, reframe. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a lesson, and if you don't learn that lesson, it's going to happen again. And I, I feel like the universe or life just keeps throwing these challenges at you until you learn yeah. that lesson, um, and sometimes we don't see it. So, uh, yeah, mindset, like we, what you're saying there is grit, like having grit yeah. and discipline. Like discipline's massive. I sometimes don't feel like going to the gym. I sometimes don't feel like going to Kung Fu, but
0: that's it's it. the discipline. Yeah.
1: It's, it's those that's times it. that you don't feel like going
0: is when you yeah. should go because yeah. that's what discipline. Yeah, oh, exactly. And you said it. I mean, that's it. I mean, th- that's really the thing, I think. Like anyone can do all these things when they feel like it. But the difference is, are you doing it when you don't feel like it? There's even actually, since yeah. I'm from Finland, there's a, we have a word for that. And it's like, if there's one a thing that, you know, Finnish men or, or, or and women, I should say, it's really also women. It's not only men, but it kind of came maybe from this very masculine tradition. But it's definitely a trait for women as well. There's a word called sisu. And it's, it's really about perseverance and, perseverance and grit because we went through a lot of shit, you know, like wars and like harsh weather and stuff. And it's this idea of of like persisting uh, despite adversity, despite uh, bad things happening, you're always pushing forward. And, and yeah. yeah, grit comes really close as a word. And I think, uh, you know, that's really the difference maker in many ways, you know, especially as we talk about entrepreneurship. It's so easy to give up and uh, I think you like you've already talked about what drives you, and you know, like your dedication to growth. And I think that's why you're not going to burn out if you just keep doing that and having that clear uh, outcome in mind and, and feeding yourself in a healthy way. That's really the thing. But I think, I mean, I know I always say this, but like consistency is the key. Consistency, doing the right things over and over, and improving as you go. That's pretty much it. You know, it sounds kind of boring and self-evident, but I don't think there's yeah. much more of a magic formula that exists anywhere. And if you know one, I'd, I'd love to know. But uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so let me let me ask you. So where do you see yourself and the company in, like, let's say, you know, long term, let's say five years or 10 years or even ultimately? What's- um,
1: I, I would like to eventually get into more of um, at the moment in my role in the business. I do sales, I do marketing, I do business business dev I do there's a lot of hats I'm still wearing so I'd like to get to a point where I can actually um, you know step away from management and just do strategy and just start start, you know getting into the trenches with my clients and working with them directly and just solely concentrating on strategy and getting really really good at um, helping my clients so that's that's kind of where I see myself and um, luckily I've got a twin brother who usually he's creative director so i I basically do all the strategy and sales and stuff and then i hand it over to him and then he handles creative usually so yeah i'd like to i'd like to see us. um yeah i don't know how much bigger i want to get but i'd love to work with some really great clients and i think that's that's more my drive is to do some really great work and um get some recognized awards under my belt i'd like to be i'd like to 10x the um where we're at the moment which is a big which is a big deal in 10 years (laughs) but um yeah I've got, yeah, I, I, don't, I'm, yeah I, I like setting big goals and seeing what we can do to achieve it. And my, yeah, my business mentor is the same. It's like, you know, we need to set, a, they call it Hags, big, hairy, audacious goal and yeah. give yourself a 10-year ten- timeline and let's see what we can do. So, yeah, yeah that's, yeah, I, I'd like, and I'd like to, I don't, unless I can see myself doing this till I die <laughs> or till I retire. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah.
0: just
1: enjoy it. So I don't know what I'd do if I wasn't doing this. I'd uh, yeah. maybe start drawing again or something. But.
0: Yeah, great. So, yeah, great. I love that. So, let me see if I can sort of go full circle here because you started out talking about positioning, like repositioning, and instead of rebranding. And I think when you said that that goal, that that's actually the key. And other things you said, like have a war chest, don't spend all your money. Like I think those ideas are all tied into actually reaching that position, whether it means you're ten times grow or I'm sorry, ten times grow ten times or become ten times bigger or a hundred times bigger, I think it's going to come down to you need to have that position in the marketplace, right? You know, mm-hmm. a, as a leader internally, maybe as a personal brand, uh, but as a company as well. So I think it comes down to that and that really comes down to having that audacity the, you know, to, to choose the right clients and say no to everyone that you shouldn't be working with, right? I think that's he what, said, in my experience, most people just go about, where can I get a client? Where can I get a project? I'm going to bring it on. We're going to adapt to fit the need of the client, which is not what you should be doing. And so I love that you said that. And I think uh, that comes with a lot of choices, right? To really reach that position, to be very deliberate and intentional about what's, what you're doing in the next few years to put yourself in that position. So people yeah, see you but- for, for that, Yeah.
1: The power of saying no to clients is just life-changing to say, no, you know what? I don't think we're a good fit for you. Um, yeah. When I started yeah. when I used to start saying that, I'm like, wow. Um, the I, I guess the other thing from creatives as well is we sometimes get, and I forgot to say this before, but sometimes we get into the habit of charging by the hour. Yeah. And I That's strongly believe it's dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you want to be charging. No one should you do wanna, that ever again uh, on earth.
1: So you should definitely be charging for the value that you bring, not for the, the amount of time. Like, if you, if it was by the time, like I always use a, um, a you know photographer, it's like it takes them 30 seconds, like five seconds to take a photo. Um, <sighs> you know, whether it's, you know, like, and whether they're an amateur or not, it still takes five seconds. But the setup, the knowledge they had to know to be in that right spot at the right time, at the right angle, with the right lighting, all of this, all of this knowledge that goes into taking that perfect photo. Yeah. Still yeah. takes time. But you know, it's that knowledge that you're paying for. So yeah,
0: um,
1: as you as your skills grow, it should organically happen that you start charging more. Um, but yeah, try and try, I never put how many hours it's gonna take because I just put it somewhere. I'm gonna this yeah. is how much it's gonna be. And just yeah, try not yeah. to get around the house. So that's probably a good yeah. tip as well. So, you
0: great right the it. So. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of gold. I mean, so many, so many good ideas there. And I hope people are listening and applying. Uh, it's so easy to consume, but not apply. I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even if you're big into reading or taking courses, the most important thing is like, what's the lesson for me? What's the commitment? Put it in the calendar, change the behavior, make it a habit. Keep doing it, and that's going to create change. Yeah, so, yeah. One thing. yeah. yeah.
1: You don't have to do everything. Just pick one thing and try and work on that, and um, yeah, don't overwhelm yourself. But like, you could try meditating or try try some, try some something new. And um, I, I'm also a strong believer in if you if you're not evolving or growing, you're you're dying. So as a business, yeah. I'm always looking at ways to innovate, change. Um, how can we get? How can we be better? Always looking to be better. I'm I'm never satisfied at where we are. Yeah. It's like yeah. can we can be better than this. And I think that's really important
0: as well. That mindset. Yeah, 100. percent Hey, thanks so much uh, for chatting. I want to ask you uh, also: How can people connect with you? How can they or work with you?
1: Uh, yeah, well we're on uh, every social media channel. I've got a YouTube, YouTube channel. Most of it's under CSQD or C squared. Sorry, over here. Um, but you can connect with me personally on James Coulson, C-O-U-L-S-O-N, you can get me on um, Facebook, I'm on Instagram, then probably my main two channels and LinkedIn. So just look up James Coulson and you will find me, no
0: problems. Yeah. Cool. Hey, great chatting with you, James. Always so inspiring. I love what you're doing. I love your, uh, most of all, I love your mindset. I mean, it's just like next level. So I think there's so much to learn and so much uh, we can you know take inspiration from that. So. Thank you so much. And, you know, I, I always say that when we're on calls, like I'm so jealous of you being on the Gold Coast. Uh, I just want to put that out there. <laughs> you can't see the beautiful settings behind you there, but I know you're in this beautiful spot in the world. So it's, it seems like so nice having your own agency over there with your brother. Like that sounds so cool. So I want well, to wish I- you all the best and uh, let's uh, let's see if we can do this again sometime. And uh, and I'm going to really, you know, follow and see, and I want to hold you accountable for reaching that position because that sounded so cool. So expect me to check in on you.
1: Uh, I've, yeah, I've, already, I've already registered the name and we're underway. So I'm looking forward to the next few months. I've got the first of July we're launching. So. Um,
0: oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. All right, James. Cool. Well, well thank, thank you so much. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having pleasure. me, Tobias.
1: No worries. Thanks.